Welcome. This is your host, award-winning travel journalist and content creator, Jeff Jenkins. And this is Inspired 2022, the podcast where entrepreneurs, creatives, and the highly motivated go to be inspired. This includes Y-O-U. We have an amazing show for you today. So Genevieve, take it away. Jessica Nabongo is a writer, photographer, entrepreneur, travel expert, influencer, and public speaker. She completed her journey as the first Black woman on record to travel to all 195 countries of the world in October of 2019. At her core, she is a dreamer looking to craft a life and career that connects her passions and talents. She wants to use her story to educate and inspire others to travel and experience the world around them. Welcome, Jessica. Once again, we are here with the one and only, the history maker, Miss Jessica Nubango. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. I'm, I'm so happy we got to do this together. I'm so glad that you are here. Like, this is exciting, y'all. I'm telling y'all, like, she's just a wealth of knowledge. Like, I, I just want to let you know how proud I am of you and just everything that you have done for the Black community, for yourself for your family, our families, like this, to me, you being able to take these feats and like being able to do what you did, it means so much to so many people. And it definitely means something to me. And I'm so excited that I can call you friend, but you're just an amazing person. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. You know, we have to tell the story of how we met. <laughs> yes, actually. So, and, and, I, and I do want to tell you this because I don't think you know this part. So we met at Forbes 30 Under 30. I remember seeing you on stage and I was like, oh, snap, I just learned about her. Like, I literally did. I had just learned about you maybe a couple of months before. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's here like right now. So you don't know. I actually was like, yo, I'm going to go on this stage and I'm going to try to meet her because you remember just so many people up there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There and was I was like, man, bump this. I'm, I'm, I got to meet Jessica. I definitely got to meet her because you was killing it. From the stage, because uh, she was giving a talk, giving a speech, and it was just powerful. And I was like, she made me want to get up there and go through uh, the whole crowd and get the. Yeah. And I, I for me, I just love seeing how far you've come since then, because I mean, then you didn't even I, I'm not sure if you were doing the same thing, but I just feel like you've totally blown up since then. And it's been two years. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it is it, it has. And like, I knew you was good people the moment I met you. I knew we had the right energy from the beginning. So, like, man, I'm so glad that we can be on this journey together. And I look up to you in so many different ways. Let's jump into some of the questions I got for you. Because as we did, we already talked about a lot of this in her bio. So in 2019, October 2019, is when you completed and became the first documented woman, Black woman, uh, to travel to every country. What are, like, some of the key things that, like, drove you to actually go for this feat? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is that I, I think everything I do in my life, I'm driven by curiosity. Mm. So I am someone, I grew up in a home with, like, two sets of encyclopedias, atlases, globes. I still have my childhood globe in my house here. Um, I grew up with parents who love to travel. My family is from Uganda. And so I was very used to traveling from a young age. Okay. And I've always just been super curious about everything. And I think my curiosity about how people live all over the world is 
ultimately what drove me um, to do this journey. And I think the most important thing is I would have done it even if there were no social media. And I think that's really important because a lot of people DM me and they're like, I want to do this. I want to go to every country in the world. Can you help me get like media attention? And I'm like, but why do you want to do it? Because if you wouldn't do it and pay for it yourself, because we're like, how can I get brands to pay for my travel? I'm like, I actually only went to one country for free of that 195. I only had one free trip. Shout out to the South African tourism board. Come Come on. You know what I mean? And so people have all of these assumptions about how it happened, that I had a secret funder and like all this stuff. I'm like, no, I paid for it myself because I was doing it for myself. Mm -hmm. I think that along the way, the journey became much bigger than me. But initially when I did it, you know, before I even went public with it, I'd been to over 100 countries. You know what I mean? So like I was funding myself and I would be doing it even if there were no cameras. Pre, Pre-Instagram, pre I'd been to over 30 countries. You know what I mean? Wow. So for me, it was very personally driven by my curiosity and just like my love of the world. Like you did say that like you, this was like you as a kid, like you were always just curious and stuff like that. Was there an intention to make sure that you went to every country? Like even so, as a kid? I, I would say like my earliest records, if you will, like of me saying it. So I've been blogging since 2009 and maybe in my early 20s, I made note that I wanted to visit every country in the world. So I had been counting countries, as they say, since my early 20s, you know, like every year I would do recaps on my blog where I was like, OK, this year I went to X number of new countries, blah, blah, blah. So I've been doing that for years, like well before this journey started. Gotcha. And it was there a like, hey, it's 2000 and whenever I should go to every country. Like was was it like a, a year goal? Happy New Year. Like I made this resolution or was it like you have this session to where you like did like big dreaming? Was that something that actually got you there? Yeah. So I think what really happened was I had always said I would do it by the time I was like 40 or 50. So I wasn't like in a rush or anything. But then in February 2017, I saw I read the news about Cassie Depay-Cole, who at that time was the fastest woman to do it. I was at 60 countries at that point. And I was like, wait, what? People care? Like people care about people traveling to every country. That just sounds like crazy. And so I found myself in, you know, the internet rabbit hole. And I found out that only one Black person had done it. um, A Black man named Slawek Maturi, who's half Kenyan, half Polish. That was the only record of any Black person doing it. And so at that point, I decided, okay, well, let me try and be the first Black woman to do it. And then I wanted to do it by the time um, I was 35. So it wasn't like I went crazy at first, but I was just like, okay, just chipping away at it. From what I heard, that's 130 countries in two years? 135 new countries in two and a half years. I say new because I probably went to like over 150 but new countries, 135 in two and a half years. Wow. I mean, not even, and mind you, that's not even Guinness record speed. And I'm just like, how did they do 195 in 18 and a half months? Because I would have died. But, you know, and I think those, the speed record is very different because quite frankly, you cannot visit every country. You can step foot in every country, but you 
can't visit every country in eight and a half, 18 and a half months. It's literally impossible. And I, I know that obviously from experience. So a lot of people, when they're chasing the time record, they're literally touching down, going through immigration, coming back in and taking off on that same plane. What? I didn't even know this was a thing. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That makes sense then. I get you. So what, what does this accomplishment mean to you? Now, okay, so we're what? We're we're over two years out. I think for me, like now I look at it as sort of, it's a thing that I did. Quite frankly, I think it means a lot more to other people and I'm okay with that, right? Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of other people, it means, oh, they can see themselves going and being in other countries um, or they feel like watching me, they can get past their own fears. And I'm okay with that. I think at this point, I've sort of like moved on. Um, I, I still think it's wild. And I'm like, I can't believe I did that. But now I look at it sort of like a thing that I did. And I'm sort of, I'm ready for the next thing. Obviously, I use it to inform my thoughts and opinions about the world. But not only that, it's like also my experience working for the UN. It's my um, mm-hmm. academic experience at the London School of Economics, studying economic and political history of the world. So like all of those things coupled together really fuel my understanding and, and how I see the world, how I experience the world, and also how I share my thoughts with what we need to do in the world. Like, you know, things like around sustainability and things of that nature. Mm, I love that. I really do. I remember. Uh, you've mentioned on another interview that I don't move with the energy of fear, but I move with positive energy. Can you expound on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, let me tell you, like one of my, and I might offend some people and I'm sorry if I offend people, it's all good. but one of my least favorite things to read are articles that say, these are the best countries for black people. I literally hate that. I hate when people are like, What countries are safe for Black people? I hate that we live in a white supremacist world that makes anyone feel like they do not belong anywhere that they put their feet on that soil. For sure. For me, like, I have, I I just don't have fear around showing up in new places. I don't have fear around being a Muslim or a woman in, like, a conservative Muslim country. I'm completely comfortable everywhere. And the reason why is because I'm not afraid of human beings. Because what I've learned on my journey to visiting every country in the world is that most people are good. Obviously, terrible things have happened to me over my lifetime, but the vast majority of things that have happened, and I've put myself in harm's way, (laughs) um, but like my life has been made beautiful by absolute complete strangers. Mm. So if you're going into a new place, I think you really have to ask yourself, what are you afraid of? And because I'm not afraid of humans, then what else is there to be afraid of? Wow. Jessica, I don't think I've ever heard this one before, but my life was made beautiful from strangers. Like that, that's a good one. That <laughs> is a good one. And I will, I am in agreement with you on that one. Like it really has. And that that's the beauty of travel and you being able to get out there and do that. Like that is just incredible. What would you say is like one of your most proudest moments from just the journey so far? Oh my God. Um, there's so many things. I think, I think what I take most pride in is being a storyteller. And I think as travelers, like there's so much 
privilege in the ability to travel, especially extensively. Um, there's so much privilege in being able to enter into other people's countries. And I take a massive amount of pride in how I tell stories about other countries. The reason I say that is because of how my audience reacts. Obviously, a lot of countries, people are like, oh, my God, I've never heard of this country. Like, my geography teacher failed me. Or, you know, people say, oh, I never even thought of this country as being somewhere to visit. And so my point of pride comes from being able to take those stories and the experiences that I have on the road uh-huh. and being able to translate that into stories via social media, um, my blog, magazines, whatever, and being able to share these stories and really change the way that people think about the world. That's- I love that. I love that. That That is so good. I mean, there's so much power in, in stories. And I, I definitely know that uh, just even through my own journeys, like mm-hmm. I've been able to change the narrative on how we see travel and how we look at it. And so uh, I really just, it's really been great to even just see your journey through it all just now. Thank you. And I think what I would say, what I love about you and, you know, just just getting into diversity, right? Like, it's not just about black and white, right? It's diversity of everything. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love about you, what I love about Corey, Curb Free Corey, what I love yeah. about um, I was just, Char. I was just in a meeting with him. Oh, I love him. And what I love about Shar, it's because it's about diversity and seeing different types of people traveling and being comfortable and having a good time it really changes the way we all see the world, right? Like I don't have to be having the same experience as you to be able to learn from you because being able to learn from you just widens my knowledge base, right? Like understanding how you see the world, how you fit into the world. It allows me to expand how I see the world. And so I just appreciate the democracy of social media and giving all of us access to a platform to experience the world in our own ways, but also be able to share the world in our own ways. I love that. I love gyms after gyms. Oh man. I love it. Thank you. This is my first podcast in a minute. Wow. The girl. I think it's been like a minute. I think it's been like three months. But. Okay. <laughs> No, I just did my first in-person podcast, uh, Above the Mean, I think is what it's called. And that was my first one ever doing in-person. So that's been exciting to do. But would you actually recommend people to uh, travel to every country? No, (laughs) not at all. Like, I don't even actually, now I'm like, I don't even understand why anyone would want to travel to every country in the world. Because quite frankly... I think you should travel to places that you're really interested in. You know what I mean? And I think that we have this idea of lusting after something that somebody else did, but it might not even be right for you. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, now in the age of social media, like a lot of people want to do it specifically for visibility. And to me, I think it's a very expensive and exhausting endeavor that, I mean... You, you have to have resilience, grit, just the thickest of skin. 
it takes a lot. You know what I mean? I think that people look at my page and they're like, oh, it's so pretty. But like people who really were there for the journey and were watching my stories and saw me crying and saw me like, this thing. Oh, sorry. And <laughs> saw me just like wanting to quit. Like they understand on a small level how it was a little bit torturous. You know what I mean? So do I recommend it? Not outright. And I think if you do decide to do it, you have to be very clear on your why. And if your why is for the gram, you will never make it. You know, I see, Uh, you know, I look back at DMs from people who were like, I want to be a travel blogger and all these other things. And then I look up two years later, they're not doing nothing because consistency is key. You know, a lot of people don't understand consistency, but also your why is key because it's that why that's going to keep you going when you're unpaid doing something you love for like 10 years, you know what I mean? I was doing, I was from 2009 until 2018, I made almost no money. Maybe I made like two grand, maybe, but people have this conception of like, Oh, I'm going to get paid to travel and all of these different things. And I'm just like, Okay. I mean, I still don't feel like I really, really get paid to travel. You know, I, I think no a yeah. lot. But I mean, a they, lot they of- pay me. And then with the, what they pay me, I travel sometimes. That's how that goes sometimes. Yes. Right. Exactly. Like I work, like I, I yeah. have streams of income and I use my income to travel, which is no different than what I always did. Right. Like yeah. when I worked a nine to five, I would travel every year working a nine to five. I was still going to like five to 10 countries a year. Because it was important to me. Yeah. So if it's really important to you to travel, just travel. Like you don't need a how-to. You don't need to pay for an internet course. If you really want to just travel for travel's sake, just go. That's all you need. I love that. I I did hear earlier you mentioned that like you could have made it to there in 50, like to all the countries. Well, you did it at 35. And so what's up with these next 15 years? Oh my God, what's up with these next 15? I mean, honestly, I'm only trying to work for five of the 15. Um, I'm looking for my husband. If you guys know anybody, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think I've just gotten to a point in my life where like I just focus on joy, freedom, and enjoyment. Every day, I just want to enjoy my life to some ridiculous level. You know, like I had lunch today and I opened like, an expensive bottle of red wine. What am I saving it for? You know what I mean? So, um, so I think for me, it's less about career. Like I've never cared about having a career. It's more about like, obviously having the money to do the things that I want to do. But for me, it's more about what kind of life do I want to live? What kind of lifestyle do I want? And then I just figure out, okay, how can I make enough money to support it? Um, but obviously I have my book coming out in June. I'm yes. excited writing a book. So y'all pre-order that now. I already did mine. So yes. you can pre-order it everywhere. You can pre-order it all over the U.S. from almost any outlet at this point. It's finally in Target as well. Um, you can order it, pre-order it in the U.K., in Australia, in the Netherlands. We're closing a deal in Germany. So every it's, it's uh, on its way. We're, we're going super global. So my, my question, are you going to go to all these places as well? 
Um, so definitely we're, we're going to do a book tour. Um, how expansive it is, I think in the end will be determined by the sales. So looking at the different markets and how it sells, it's really important to me that I do an African tour. I love it. So we're definitely going to do that. So I'm working with my publisher to make sure that it's available in like the major African cities. So yeah, we're, we're definitely taking it on tour. I mean, it makes sense, right? I'm excited. I'm going to figure out once you get that tour up. I've literally done it for three other friends already to where I made sure that I made it to one of their book signings, wherever it was. Uh, So I definitely will be at one of those book signings. I hope so. Yeah. And I think like, I definitely think I want to try and get to Austin. I mean, if it's in Austin, cool. But I don't want to be in Austin. (laughs) I'm going to go fly fly somewhere to come. uh, Okay. Come to to Kampala, actually. Come on. Come on. I'm down for that one now. I'm down for that. So these are our last two questions. These are questions that I ask every guest for each podcast. The first question is, what are you inspired to be, do, have in 2022? Oh my God. What are you inspired to be, do, and have? You kind of kind of gave some. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm inspired to be happy. Okay. To be in love, blissfully in love. Um, and to continue like cultivating my freedom, um, I'm inspired to have a lifestyle that brings me joy and a tribe of people around me that I'm able to really spend time with and pour into. Um, and I'm, what am I inspired to do? I'm inspired, honestly, I'm really excited about the book and I'm really excited to like do this book tour. So that's probably the biggest thing I'm excited about in 2022. Well, I'm, I'm I'm definitely happy for that. That's oh, I get chills, and I'm actually getting a little emotional. You're getting Aww. me going now, Jessica. Stop it now. All right, so this is the Inspire Podcast. So I always ask, can you please give our audience some words of encouragement? I would say that I know that times have been really hard, and a lot of people are in a very dark place right now, and I have been there. I think. The biggest thing that I can say is that number one, it gets better. Mm. Number two, you literally have every single thing inside of you to make your wildest dreams come true. And the biggest thing is you have to believe it. You know what I mean? So give yourself permission to dream big and to go after those dreams. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Nubongo. Thank you so much, ma'am. Um, so she does have the book. We just mentioned it multiple times, just so y'all know it's coming out in June. Any, anything else that you want to, uh, promote or like, where can they find you? Yeah. Um, you can find me online at Jessica Nabongo on, on Instagram, which is the only social media I really use. Um, but also I love this e-commerce brand that I launched back in 2019 called This Is The Catch. We just launched, relaunched our home goods collection. So that brand is basically based on my travels and me going to different countries and finding really dope stuff in marketplaces and working with artisans to bring them to market. So Check out This Is The Catch as well. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Once again, I knew you was going to bring them gems and you did. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest. This is literally the most like gripping. Like you, you was pulling at my emotional strings just now. And so I really appreciate you. So thank you again. Please, y'all, follow her. Uh, get her book. 
It's going to be great. Uh, See y'all soon. Thank you. Thank you. You just listened to Inspire 2022 with Jeff Jenkins, presented by Chubby Diaries. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. Catch our next episode on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Stay inspired, my friends.